All right, welcome to episode 10 of the Listen Podcast, the podcast where we list and you listen. I'm your co-host, Anthony Nichols, alongside... Your other co-host, Dominic Smora. And ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we have very exciting news. If you haven't checked us out on our Instagram uh, pages, we have just dropped some merch, uh, unofficially, officially. Um, we are making merch. We have a manufacturer a distributor to make us merch and we are wearing them right now you can't see us but if you're watching like the case it's on yeah i'll get on oh yeah yeah, yeah don will do a back. twirl that's the back it says listen we list you listen the microphone on the pocket comfort colors very nice quality shirts pocket tee t-shirts are gonna be 20 bucks long sleeve tees are gonna be 25 so not too bad. We're you know we're we're also college students and we we understand the uh, the price deficits that we that we incur on an everyday basis. But yeah, it's very exciting, Dom. Uh, merch. I mean, it's, I, you know, hopefully some people buy make some money in their pockets. But it's it's pretty cool. I like it. It's nice merch. Yeah, I think it's a good design. Hopefully the people, the listeners, will like it as the well. The listeners, yes, yeah. our, our our fan base, the listeners, will buy it. So reach out to us, DM us on on Instagram or Twitter or anything else. Get Get in touch with us any way, shape, or form. We'll get you the merch. We'll, you know, we'll we'll kind of set get you through that process. But if you wanna want a, a t shirt, long sleeve t shirt, let us know, and we'll get some merch in your hands. All right. So it is spooky season, Dom. It is October. It is the twentieth. We are approaching Halloween, and this weekend we are going on a spooky trail. I am pretty. I'm I'm excited, but also a little nervous because I don't know what to expect. But I think it'll be fun. Hopefully, it won't be too scary. You know, we're gonna be in a group, so I think that'll make yeah. things better. And COVID guidelines. You know, we're gonna oh, be following. We yeah. have, we'll have our masks on. I'm sure the people there will have masks on and everything. So it'll probably be a little less scary than the average trail of terror. What I don't even know what you you should call it. Like. I think no that's, idea. Yeah, I think. Oh, yeah, I think that's what it's called. That's what it's called, yeah. like the, tra- the the trail of terror, somewhere here in Connecticut. But I've been on one. I went on one last year, last like Halloween, and that was obviously before COVID hit, and there were a lot of precautions and everything. But that was kind of scary. We went on a haunted hayride, and I think that's separate from what we're doing. We're doing like the walkthrough. We're right? walking. Yeah, we're yeah. walking, which. Was feet. way worse than the haunted hayride. The hayride, you're just on like, like a hay machine thing. Like you're on like the back of like something, and they just bring you through like this long road, and people like come in and like put chainsaws in your face. Well, like the chains, obviously, that's ex- incredibly dangerous. But they, they, it's like it's loud. That that was the only thing I could describe it as. It was loud, and the the hayride was just it was like cool, it was fun. That was it. But the actual trail was pretty scary like i'll admit i'm not a huge fan of like scary stuff like that like darkness or anything like that and i went with um my girlfriend and uh one of my my roommates and his girlfriend for like a double date and it was i was literally attached to Alyssa like the entire time like it was (laughs) it, it was very very scary but i imagine it'll be way less scary this time around i i hope i i mean i, I can only imagine only time will tell you know oh, we'll yeah. give an update next week yeah we'll give you guys an update next week we're going on sunday i think like at night yeah and 
So, yeah, we'll give you guys an update with, on the next podcast. But let us know if you've ever been on a spooky trail or trail of terror or whatever you want to call it because maybe we need some tips and tricks if to make it better than, uh, than it usually is. All right, moving on to this week's list portion of the episode. The list is going to continue on that Halloween theme, October theme that we were talking about. Mm-hmm. We're going to discuss thrillers. Thriller movies, maybe. I've been waiting for this because yeah. this is my favorite genre Mine as well. of movies. And we're not like, we're not, when we say thriller, we're not talking about like horror. We're not talking about. There can be some scary oh, aspects yeah, yeah, of course. to some of these movies. My, some of them are, are scary to Yeah, me, but like the, the main aspect is for them to be thrilling and exciting and kind of like maybe like a big twist at the end or something like that, you know? So. When we say thriller, if you don't know what the thriller genre is for movies, it's not like a horror. It's not like The Conjuring. It's not like Annabelle Doll type of thing. Like I would consider that like horror, or like so that's like a scary movie. But these aren't no jump scares. Yeah, like if these scary yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. It's more psychological, maybe. True. True. Yeah. Good. Good point. But yeah, yeah, I'm very excited for this list. Um, let's let's just jump right into it. I'm very excited. All right. So my two honorable mentions are two movies that really were tough for me to not put in this list but there was just so many movies that i wanted on there obviously you know some couldn't make it Mm -hmm. so the first one this is the one that was really hard for me to not put on there silence of the lambs okay i love that movie it's really good maybe because of its age was maybe the reason i didn't end up putting it on there i'm not really sure Mm -hmm. but it's it's really good overall i think that it's it's definitely like it leaves a mark Oh, for like sure. For, for the rest of the day, for sure. at least it did for me. I was I felt off just the rest of the day mm-hmm. after watching it. It's very good. I don't want to give away too much how it ends, but I mean overall. Oh, great movie! The you know, um, Buffalo Bill. Buffalo Bill, Hannibal Lecter. Hannibal Lecter, just creepy. Yeah, like if you have ever seen The Office and like the the scene with Dwight and the like the what's that the CPR dummy yeah, and he yeah. cuts off the the face of yeah, the, the CPR dummy and he's he like he says like Clarice like, and he's like that's that's from Silence of the Lambs so it's I love that movie it is on my list somewhere I did put it on my list but I won't say where but I do love that movie and it's it's great great all right so my other honorable mention is the movie Searching this one only came out I think two years two years ago yeah it came out in 2018 I believe and John Cho is the main actor. He's also in the Harold and Kumar movies. If oh, I've seen those. Yes, yeah, okay. I know. I know what yeah. movie you're talking about. I have, I, I have not seen in, it. in those movies. And this movie is interesting. It's shown all through a computer screen mm-hmm. or an iPhone screen, I believe, or like an iPad. Okay. It's it's never like just him walking around. It's always shown through like the internet and stuff like that. It's, I think the point of it was to show how like the internet could be used to find. A missing person, which is what the point of the movie was. It was the actor John Cho was looking for his missing da- uh, his missing daughter, and he used Facebook and, and messaging and Instagram and everything and YouTube maybe to put to put the pieces together mm-hmm. to find where his daughter ended up going. And I won't say whether he found her or not, mm-hmm. yeah, but no spoilers. You know, they use social media and everything. It's just it's just an interesting concept how the movie is shown entirely through a computer screen. Yeah, that's cool. I, yeah. I haven't seen it, so I'll definitely check it out after this. But I've I I saw it when I was doing some research for this list, and I literally saw like a trailer for it. But that was it. I haven't I haven't seen the full movie, and yeah, and I mean now that you you mentioned it, I'm definitely excited to to see it and get to see what it's it's about and 
get some thrills in. So that, that should be good. Those are my only two honorable mentions. Okay, so I have two honorable mentions as well. My first one is the movie Psycho from 1960. Oh. Alfred Hitchcock. That movie's freaky. It's yeah. not on my list, but that is a freaky yeah, movie. Yeah, good movie. Extremely old. I mean, 1960. When you see it, it, it doesn't feel old. Obviously, it looks old because it's from the 1960s, but... Damn, is that a good movie? It's still scary. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, you know the whole Bates Motel, that like Norman Norma Bates, whatever it's called, whatever they're called, the characters. That's from Psycho. That's from that movie. The the shower scene with you know when he, I, I shouldn't say, but like if you if you there's a famous shower scene in the movie. I'm trying not to give any spoilers, but that's from Psycho, and uh, there's some iconic scenes in there and just moments that. That you might not know it's from that movie, but it is, and it's it's scary. It is thrilling. There's some you know surprise twists in it as well. So great movie. I didn't have it on my list because and you know it is a thriller. Yes, I you know I guess it is seen more as like a like a horror type movie. It is a thriller. So yeah, that's one of my honorable mentions. My other honorable mention is Fargo, uh, the movie from 1996. I last time I saw it was or last time and first time I saw it was on an airplane. I think either to Italy or to one of the one of my vacations like a few summers ago, and I saw it on the airplane. And it was a good movie. It's a it's a thrilling movie. There's like a murder. It's involved, and there's police, and it's definitely like a crime thriller mystery type of t- situation. I didn't include it on my list because I haven't seen it in a while. I don't usually think of it as a thriller. It's you know. Just that that's just in my mind, but I have seen it. I do like it, and I just wanted to mention it because it it is a good movie. And I I do recommend watching that. So I've never seen it. I know there's a TV show about yeah, it. Now no, yeah, well. yeah, far, yeah, yeah. It's the, I'm talking about the movie. There is a TV show now. It's, I think a few seasons in that yeah. that is based around I think from the movie, but it's different story. But yeah, yeah I, I I can't say too much about it because I haven't seen it. But assuming. I'm assuming it's a good movie yeah, if there's yeah. a TV show. Oh, for sure, yeah. Spin off from it, so mm-hmm. that's all I can say about it. I'm sure it's good. <laughs> yeah, no, it is, it is. All right, my number 10 to kick off this list is a movie that came out a little over a year ago, actually. came out this month, last year, 2019, the movie Joker. Okay, yep. I love that movie. Mm-hmm. It's very good. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. I believe it's on HBO Max for anyone that has that. Mm-hmm. You can get that with any cable HBO subscription, yep. in case you were wondering. Mm-hmm. And Joker is is it's a good reflection, I think, on today's society. Society, yes. And we live in a society. <laughs> There's so many memes on yeah. the, that I see from like society, and I'm just it, I'm only laughing at that. It's a serious movie, and there is like they do touch upon like serious topics. But I was just laughing at the whole society, like we, we live in a society. We live in a society where. <laughs> No, yeah, I think it's, it's it's a good reflection, I think, on today's society and how people with mental illnesses are treated mm-hmm. and maybe not helped in the correct ways sometimes. And yeah. Like that. I think overall, it's, it's good to see how the character Joker develops throughout the movie, how he's just a regular guy, Arthur Fleck, in the beginning, and then as he gets more and more antagonized throughout the film, he starts to lose it a little more and mm-hmm. more and then gets to the point where he fully accepts what's going on mm-hmm. and just becomes the Joker and then goes out on... A show. I'm not going to say what happens. No spoilers. Or who was on the show or anything like that? But it's a really good movie. I highly recommend it. Yeah, I I saw it. I didn't. I wanted to see it so bad when it first came out, but I never got a chance. I saw it 
after the fact. So I watched it once it was on once it was on HBO, and I love the movie. Uh, it's not on my list. It could have been. I definitely thought about it in my research, but great movie, great performance by Joaquin Phoenix. And oh yeah, I didn't mention that yet. Yeah, unbelievable performance. You know, there's some iconic scenes. You know, already just from the movie, and it came out what like last year. You said or yeah. So it was like October fifth, yeah. I believe. And it's 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 already had a huge impact on you know the movie world and you know the world itself too. So great movie, very thrilling, very good overall, and yeah. Great. Nothing else I could say about that. My number 10 is The Usual Suspects. It is a movie from 1995. Maybe, I assume, maybe, I don't know, have you seen it or no? I have not seen this movie. Okay, I've heard yeah. of it, but I've never seen yeah, it. Yeah, no, I, my, my uncle showed me this movie, or he, he first mentioned it to me, and it's from 1995, like I mentioned. It features Kevin Spacey, Benicio Del Toro, Stephen Baldwin, who's Alec Baldwin's brother, who's whatever, um, there's no one really other people that I recognized in it that I can remember, but great movie. There's some twists at the end and throughout the whole movie, you know, overall, but I just like the movie. Uh, I, I, I assume that a lot of people have not seen it, especially around our age, but I highly recommend this movie. It's, you know, it's kind of like a, a crime drama thriller type of situation. There's some like gang mob association with the movie and I, I don't know what else i could say about it it's a great movie uh older one but definitely one that i that i recommend okay my number nine is another movie that has come out more recently it's jordan peele's second directorial movie the movie us okay very freaky have you seen this movie? i have not. have not okay i have not it's Again, I don't want to give away too much because mm-hmm. there's they in the trailers they really keep what's going on in the movie under wraps. Yeah, so from what I know, reveal it to just from the I trailer. I know that there's like a, another person, another version of those people or something. Yeah. so that's literally all I know. That's obviously that's and a they huge like terrorize the them. Yeah, like, that's, that's a huge part of the movie. But like learning why they're there and what happened is super freaky. That movie. Messed me up for like a week after I saw it. <laughs> I, I was really mentally shot because mm-hmm. just thinking about everything that took place throughout the movie and the ending is a really big twist as well. I'm not going to say what it is, but mm-hmm. overall, it's super freaky. Lupita Nyong'o is the yep. star of the movie and Winston Duke, I believe. They're the two main characters. They both do really good jobs. Great movie overall. Mm-hmm. Super, super off-putting. Really? Yeah, just warn yeah. you, but it's really good. According to the MovieRankings.net, MovieRankings database, the, the one that my brother Mike made, um, it's in the horror genre, psychological horror, like Dom said, Jordan Peele. It's available on HBO Max and HBO and other places where you could buy it, but if you have an HBO subscription, you could watch that. Dom, I might watch that tonight. I, I legit might watch that tonight because, I mean... Get ready to not sleep. No, I know. Kidding, but, yeah, no, it came out, like you said, last year, and... And they've ranked it all in the 90s, these people that are ranking it. And you have it at your, what, nine? And I, from what I know, it's a great movie. I really want to see it. I might watch it tonight, so I'll keep you updated. But, yeah, I mean, I, I can't say much about it because I haven't seen it. But I heard it's very good, and I trust your opinion, Dom. Okay, so my number nine is Jordan Peele's, it's his directorial debut, yes. with uh, Get Out, um, 2017, 
I saw this not when it first came up. I think I, I also saw it on the airplane. Maybe the same trip. I just I watched it. It was like an eight-hour flight, so like I had to watch a bunch of movies. But was it to Europe? Yeah, it was some Makes somewhere sense. in yeah. Europe. But uh, that this is Jordan Peele's first movie or directorial debut, however you want to put it. And I don't know what else to say about the great movie. Like twists, thrilling. It's it's kind of psychological and kind of like just kind of like mind-bending a little bit. It's it's a great film, and, and something that you don't expect from Jordan Peele, especially because of his background with comedy. Like, he's an insanely funny person, and looking at the, the rankings, again, like all mid-'90s, the scores, and, yeah, horror, psychological horror, so that's kind of up Jordan Peele's alley. It was nominated for Best Picture. Jordan Peele was nominated for Best Director. You know, it's it's a great movie, and... If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. There's a lot of there's issues that they kind of bring up with race and, and other things like that, and just a great movie overall. Uh, I know you've seen it, um, but yeah, I had it at my my number nine, and I I think it's very deserving of that spot. I'm not gonna say too much about that movie right now. It is on my list a little later on. Okay. But yeah, Jordan Peele does a great job. Oh my god. Switching yeah. genres like that from comedy yeah. to thriller horror type area he does it almost seamlessly mm-hmm. so i think that's almost what makes him. it better yeah because of like you you go from you do literally a complete 180 from comedy to like horror drama type situation where it's just a complete switch of of genres that you're doing and it does make it better i think it, you know in the eyes of somebody just knowing jordan peele from his key and peele days and yeah you know whatever other comedy ventures he's had so yeah get out my number nine my number eight is a movie. I think this came out in the '90s. The movie *The Sixth Sense*. Okay. With Haley Joel Osmond mm-hmm. and Bruce Willis, Bruce Willis with hair. He no longer has hair. <laughs> Bruce Willis had hair. Bruce Willis movie. with hair. It's a very good movie. Haley Joel Osmond. That's where the quote "I see dead people" comes from. Mm-hmm. In case anyone has ever heard that. I quote. feel like people know that more yeah, than the movie. That is a pretty famous quote. And figure it's about Bruce Willis helping out this little kid throughout the movie and I'm not going to say the ending but as I watched it I was able to figure it out what mm-hmm. happened in the end and I felt pretty pr- proud about myself Yeah. in the end they keep you off balance throughout the movie what's going on how they're going to solve this problem of Haley Joel Osment seeing dead people mm-hmm. great movie overall yeah I I've actually never finished this movie only because I had known the, like the ending yeah I didn't I don't think I would have either so like halfway through I was like I know what happens. Like it's a great movie. Don't I? I never finished it just because it was ruined for me. That's why I'm, I don't want anyone to get ruined or or spoiled for for any of the movies that we mentioned because they are some such great movies. But yeah, great performances by by both of those guys and amazing movie overall. And I, like I said before, people definitely know I see dead people quote way more than the movie because you know it's just it's an older movie. I forget when it's from, but. I, just, I believe maybe like 90s. 1999. Yeah, ni- oh, 99. Okay, so a little late 90s. But again, I've seen half of the movie. Great movie. Wish I could say more on it, but yeah, that's it. Okay, my number eight is Mystic River. This movie came out in 2003. It f- features Sean Penn, Tim Robbins, who's in Shawshank Redemption. They're both in it. Kevin Bacon's in it directed by Clint Eastwood. 
if you don't know what it is, the description is the lives of three men who were childhood friends are shattered when one of them has a family tragedy. That's all it says. And there's a murder involved. It's like a crime mystery thriller type of thing. Great movie, older movie, but it's set in Boston. It's one of those movies where it's like they make fun of like the Boston accent a lot, and it's like like the river and the, the harbor and everything like that. But great movie. I don't know if have you not seen it? I have never uh, seen this movie before. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I wish I could say more on it. Just a great movie. There's there's some twists. There's some edgier seat action and thrills. Highly recommend it. It doesn't say it's available like free with any subscriptions right now, but it used to be on Netflix. I'm sure you could find it somewhere to, to watch it if it's just on TV or whatever. But yeah, I, I recommend watching this movie. There's there's definitely some, some great parts in there. Okay, so my number seven is, I think, probably the most famous movie on this list. Definitely top two. The Shining. Mm. Just how the movie progressively did you forget this? I fucking forgot this. Uh, I love this movie. You could talk about it, you know, as we're going. Nah, but... Yeah, but I completely forgot about it. Just like you know, the other list with New Year's Eve and everything. Oh I yeah, just forgot <laughs> about it completely. But yeah, you could talk about it, but I'll, I'll chime in. Okay, I love how it just progressively gets weirder and weirder as the movie goes along. Like it starts off kind of normal in the beginning. Yeah. And you're like, oh, Jack Nicholson's normal. Yeah. <laughs> and then by the end, he's the scariest human being alive. Mm-hmm. I I genuinely believe that. I genuinely believe that. Jack Nicholson is the scariest human being on planet Earth. That I mean, dude is terrifying. Definitely when, you know, he was younger, I would definitely say... He's still scary looking now, man. He's scary looking, but in kind of like a sluggish, kind of like droopy way. Of scary, yeah. Like Jabba yeah. the Hutt type of scary. He doesn't look good right now, you know. Just doesn't look great at, at the moment. But, yeah, I mean, what a performance by by all the actors, even the little, little kid in there, you know. Like, yeah. great, great movie. I'm so annoyed at myself. I oh, I just forgot completely about The Shining. Just unbelievable movie. And if you haven't watched it, there's just I don't even know. It I can't even explain it because it messes with your mind. And there's twists and thrills. And it's there's you know, it's kind of like a horror, but it's also a, a drama. And yeah, I'm I'm so so annoyed that I forgot about this. And I wish I I it would have been in my top five. I think. And sadly, it, is, it just isn't on my list. It was hard for me to not put it higher. I don't know how it ended up so low, but looking at my list, it makes sense. I do enjoy mm-hmm. these movies ahead of it a lot, so I'm not upset about anything. But yeah, it's a re- it's such a good movie. Jack mm-hmm. Nicholson is such a scary human being. Mm-hmm. And there's mm-hmm. a lot of iconic shots and scenes throughout the movie. I think people know the little boy on the tricycle riding through the hallways, yep. the two little girls standing yep, in the hallway, twins. the hallway filling up with blood. Yeah, That's been remade so many times. Him peeking out of the, the door. Like, yeah. When he's- Axes down the, the, yeah. the bathroom door that, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Here's Johnny. Everyone yep. knows that quote. Yep, yep, yep. And there's one other quote. Oh, the well, I don't, maybe this isn't known as well as these other shots because it's not exactly a shot. It's more of a scene where Jack Nicholson's making out with the girl. Oh, yes. And then it, she's like switches into like, it's like some old, old lady. Yeah. And just like what the hell was that? It was just so <laughs> freaky the first time you see it. If it, that's not a huge plot point, which no, is why not, I feel okay not. including it in this. I don't because it's not really spoiling anything. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, if you haven't seen this movie, it's definitely one of the best overall mm-hmm. scary kind of thriller movies. No, for sure. Yeah. Stanley Kubrick directed it, and he's had some bangers of some movies. 2001 A Space Odyssey, um, Clockwork Orange, The Shining. Like, 
those are some three great movies right there. The Shining 2001 Space Odyssey are, are one of my favorites for sure. But yeah, I'm so annoyed that I forgot The Shining, but it, it definitely would have been very high on my list. Okay, so my number seven is No Country for Old Men. When I was doing research, I promise it says thriller. It, people might not think of it as like a thriller right away, but it's definitely one in my book. It's kind of like a crime western thriller a new like kind of spin on the whole like western genre itself um it was directed by the coen brothers and they've directed you know lots of other movies before features tom lee jones javier bardem josh brolin woody harrelson uh it's just a great movie overall like i'm looking at the database right now that i'm looking at and it's number one for one of the guys number one movie of all time for one of the guys and it's ranked 97 and 98 out of 100 for the other two rankings it has so clearly an amazing movie and just a thrilling movie overall there's there's definitely violence and there's definitely blood so if you're a little squeamish kind of like maybe don't watch it if you you know if you kind of get sensitive around those parts but an amazing movie have you seen it Dom? did it come out in 2010 2007 2007 yeah i think i saw it like towards the beginning i watched it with my dad but I really don't remember too much mm-hmm. about it. I knew it was like a Western movie, mm-hmm. but I think I, at the time I watched it, I was really too young to really yeah. understand what was going on. No, fair. So I, I, I watched can't it too much on it. Yeah, I watched it a few years ago, and it, I just loved it. It's available on Stars, so if anyone wants to has a Stars subscription, you could go ahead and watch that. But like I do actually. I can there you go. You could watch that tonight. I'll watch <laughs> Us, and you could watch No Country for Old Men. So that's perfect. But. Yeah, No Country Old Men is at, is at my number seven. My number six is a movie that you just recently said, Get Out, mm-hmm. Jordan Peele's directorial debut. It's super freaky throughout the entire movie. It's another movie similar to The Shining where things start off super normal in the beginning. Some mm-hmm. of these are weird from the start. Yep. But this is another one where things seem to be going very normal and you're like, what's going to happen here? And then as things unfold throughout the story – Things get weirder and mm-hmm. weirder. It's so incredibly normal that really I'm thinking about it. You start to worry for the main character. And the ending, how it all unfolds, is very interesting. And I don't want to talk about the ending, but there is one ending that ended up being in the final cut of the movie. And then there's an end, another ending that was not in the final cut of the movie, but is on YouTube, mm-hmm. I believe. I haven't seen that, the other, the alternate Both, ending. The one ending is, I can't really say on it, but it's, <laughs> you know, one ending is off-putting. I'll say the alternate ending is very off-putting and everything and how that happens. Mm-hmm. But overall, the movie is off-putting whether or not one ending is in it or not. It's a good story overall and, I, you know, it was cool for Jordan Peele, as we said earlier, to mm-hmm. go see him go from comedy seamlessly to mm-hmm. thriller, horror. Yeah, I mean, the point you brought up before, it's, it's thinking about how normal the movie starts out because it's just like it's so uh, it's so just like a photographer yeah you know, like they're just visiting like the, the house. house like yeah. that's that's all it is and it's so normal just like the the shining where literally nothing weird about it you know comes about it's just there you know in the shine they're watching like a hotel and like you know that's it and in this movie they're literally just going to like the parents house for like a weekend or whatever it is and obviously things turned south pretty pretty quick but yeah like you know i had it at my number nine so very deserving of 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 a top 10 spot it's an incredible movie and and great debut for for jordan peele overall okay so my number six is another one 
similar to like No Country for Old Men where you maybe wouldn't consider it like a thriller per se, but this is The Departed. Probably one of the best movies, I would say maybe top 10 like of all time. It could be, um, you know, looking it up right now. Best cast of all time. Oh, definitely. I mean, incredible cast. Five. Jack Nicholson too, you know, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, He's Matt Damon. He's so scary in that movie. Yeah, he is. That, in yeah. a different way than mm-hmm. in The Shining. Yeah. Both equally terrifying, but just mm-hmm. in different ways, which shows how versatile he can be in his terrifyingness. No, you no, know, it makes sense. But yeah, I mean, him, Mark Wahlberg, Martin Sheen, this one best picture at the Oscars, you know, one best picture uh, in the drama, or it, it was nominated for best picture at the Golden Globes. And it's, it's all about like South Boston, Irish mafia, you know, cop underworld type of situation. And like looking at the rankings, literally all the th- all three rankings that I'm looking at have it at 99 out of 100. I mean that's just that should speak for itself. It's a crime thriller type of situation you got going. A lot of police, a lot of mob, mafia. Yeah, unbelievable performances by every single person in this movie, especially Jack Nicholson and, and Leonardo DiCaprio, and another Martin Scorsese film that just hits the nail on the head. He loves Leonardo DiCaprio and. He loves making insanely great movies, and this is just one of them. And it's very thrilling. A little twist at the end too. So the ending is just so back and forth. Yeah, how you think it's, it's going to conclude? Oh my it's god! Crazy. Yeah, it's so. Yeah, I, I had it at my my number six. All right, my number five is a movie I actually just recently watched last week. Not for the first time, but I just happened to watch it last week. It would have been it would have been on my list anyway. But anyway, my number five is the movie Nightcrawler. With Jake Gyllenhaal. That's a movie that starts out weird off the bat. Does yeah. not waste any time <laughs> in being weird. You are freaked out and confused right from the start. Confused in a good way, but confused right from the start. Mm-hmm. It's Jake Gyllenhaal starting this video recording company where, because in the beginning of the movie, he doesn't really have a job or that's what they make it seem like. Yeah, he's kind of looking. Yeah. He's kind of lost. He's looking for a career. Yeah, he's looking for his career path. And then he finds this career path of recording crimes Crime scenes, and police yeah. chases and murders for news companies to then to sell to news companies and he the in the just the lengths that he goes to mm-hmm. to get these crazy shots to make more money to improve his business it's very strange to watch and he does a great job of playing this weird character mm-hmm. which he always does i don't know if the, i don't know if he's just a weird guy or he just does a great job playing these strange characters mm-hmm. but definitely one of the weirdest movie characters that's a protagonist. If you mm-hmm. want to call him a protagonist, Barely. I'm not going <laughs> to know why you, you think about it. It could be thought of that way as him not being a protagonist. But yeah. super freaky movie overall, but really well done. And well, there's some really cool shots in it. And Jake Gyllenhaal has a great performance. Mm-hmm. I think it might be his best performance, to be honest. Yeah, it. I, I will admit it's on my list uh, later on. But this is the first time Jake Gyllenhaal has been mentioned. And I consider him... The king of thrillers. Yeah, I agree. He is the king of thrillers just because it, it feels like every good movie he's in, or maybe not good movie, but like every most of the movies he's in where, that are very prominent are thrillers. And Besides I, I like Spider-Man, probably. Yeah, yeah. Spider-Man, like, Brokeback Mountain. Like, it's definitely, that's definitely not a thriller, but I wouldn't, I don't want to mention any, any of the others because they could possibly be on one of our lists, but he is the king of thrillers. I will argue somebody till to the death to to say that he is not he's just he just happens to be in so many of these thrilling movies i think it's his eyes he has that weird ability to make his eyes almost like pop out of Mm -hmm. his head 
and it, he, it, it does something psychological to the viewer. <laughs> it freaks them out always. Yeah. It does it to me at least. He's a, he's I think he's a great actor and yeah, absolutely. he just he plays like that creepy he he can play a creepy guy well. He can play a serious guy well, like very intimidating person. Yeah, he, his range he's is amazing. Big. Yeah, he's a, he's a big dude too. So, uh, yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal, King of Thrillers, first time we mentioned him. Okay, so my number five is a fairly new movie that came out last year. Is Parasite? Doing research, uh, it's kind of like in a weird genre. It's it's almost like a comedy thriller genre situation they got going. It's um sorry it's like a korean movie it won best picture at the academy awards so that that alone can just say how good the movie is and i love it have you seen parasite i am so disappointed in myself for still not getting around oh, to yeah. see this it was movie. on hulu i think i, I think know, it might be on I hulu know, i think it still is but i have wanted to see this movie for so long and i've been so reluctant to watch it i don't know why i've heard so many good things about mm-hmm. it everyone i know that has seen it has loved it mm-hmm and I have a feeling that if I had gotten around to seeing it, it would absolutely be on my list. Considering it won Best Picture mm-hmm. as a foreign film, which yeah, I don't think, I think it's ever happened. It's before. the first time. I yeah. think that definitely speaks volumes for what this movie was like. So I'm just gonna put it in my. This is a late addition to my honorable <laughs> mentions. I'm just gonna put it in there. Yeah, because, I'll put the even I haven't even the seen the movie, I'm just gonna throw it in there mm-hmm. because there's no way this movie isn't deserving to be on this list if yeah. it won Best Picture. Yeah, uh, looking at the, the rankings again, 97 out of 100, 98 out of 100, and one person had it at 100 out of 100 for their number two film of all time, which was behind No Country for Old Men. So, okay. interesting. again, in, insanely good movie. Highly recommend it. Definitely some twists, and it's funny, too. It's... It, there's, it's it's a weird genre that I think that's what makes it so good and it's available on Hulu so if you have a Hulu subscription, watch that shit. I'll, I mean I'll, I'll, I'm again maybe Dom will watch that or, or this or, or the other movie that we mentioned before. But yeah, came out last year, new movie too, and won Best Picture like I mentioned before. I can't say more about this. Great movie. All right, my number four is a movie that you have recently said, The Departed. Mm-hmm. I love that movie overall. The cast is so good. Jack Nicholson, Leonardo DiCaprio, Matt Damon, Mark Wahlberg, Alec Baldwin. Yes, Alec they Baldwin. I didn't mention him. Yeah, they all kill it. It's literally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, whoa! We don't want to all right, no spoilers. No spoilers. They kill it. They kill it. And just the story, all the backgrounds of everyone, how everything connects. Because mm-hmm. in the beginning. It doesn't all connect, and then it slowly connects throughout the story, all mm-hmm. the different characters and their plot lines, and then everything comes together and clashes at the very end, and it's a very uh, – what's the right word? It's not – the ending is not rewarding, but you definitely feel some satisfaction mm-hmm. after feeling anger probably 15 seconds before that. <laughs> right, yeah. Things switch very quickly throughout the mm-hmm. last 20 to 30 minutes of the movie. Just mm-hmm. so many different events unfold. It's a great story overall. Really good acting through and through with all those A-list actors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no there's so, about that movie there's so many different plot lines and so, so many different characters that, you know, there's different like kind of like side stories that you, you have. Like maybe not side stories, but like they're all part of the main plot. But there's a lot to the movie. And that's I think that's just because of how many... A-list actors like you said are in it and everything just intertwines in the end and 
some twists and some blood maybe i don't know and yeah i mean on both of our lists clearly a a great thriller of a movie my number four is Silence of the Lambs. So, what was it? Your honorable mention, I think. That was an honorable mention. For yeah. Me. Yeah. So, number four is my, that's Silence of the Lambs for me. I like the movie. It's an older movie. It's from 1991. Another movie that won the Academy Award for Best Picture. Great performance by Anthony Hopkins and Jodie Foster. Um, I think they both won Best Actor and Best Actress, and they it won Best Director as well. So, it literally swept the main like four categories at the Academy Awards. So. Clearly an amazing movie, all in the mid '90s for the for the rankings, and it's kind of like a psychological kind of horror slash thriller, and some crime. There's police, FBI, cannibals, and it's just it's a, it's an it's a great movie. It's on Netflix, so I assume people have Netflix here. Go ahead and watch that. You can watch it tonight if you really want to. It's not too too scary. It's, again, more thrilling, more psychological, less, like, blood and horror. Than... Definitely some horror involved. Oh, I mean, for sure. 100%. But it's all centered around uh, the girl Clarice and FBI. Like, she's basically, like, in, in training. And she's, like, set out to find, like, this murderer, Buffalo Bill. And she enlists on the pond the help of Hannibal Lecter, who's a cannibal. And it kind of just all connects and it's good and i i highly recommend it and it was again dom mentioned on and his honorable mention it's right here at my number four so yeah recommend that for sure perhaps i should have had that higher on my list hey no it's opinion (laughs) yeah i love that movie though all right my number three is a movie that is from the 90s but i actually only i recently saw it i think within the last year or two it's another one with a really good cast seven I have not seen that. That's a... I don't know if it's on Netflix anymore. I think it was at one point. It might be gone now. Mm-hmm. But that has a cast that isn't at the Departed's level, but pretty damn close. Yep. It's got Morgan Freeman, Kevin Spacey, before everyone knew about the weird things. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he did a good job at the time. <laughs> and and yeah, Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt's the uh, the main character. You could say Kevin Spacey's the villain. A psychopath mm-hmm. in the movie. He's this murderer guy that kills people throughout the movie. I don't want to explain why. There's a, there's a that's the whole point of the movie. Overall, the plot is it keeps you on the edge of your seat. You don't know how what's going to happen in the end. Mm-hmm. It's it's all the things that happen lead to this moment, and you know they're leading to this moment, but you don't know what this moment is going to be. Mm-hmm. And then once you get there. You're like, wow, like, <laughs> this dude who is the villain, he had this all planned out from the start. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. And it's it's kind of a sad ending, you could say. Mm-hmm. But throughout the entire movie, it's definitely one that keeps you on the edge of your seat throughout the entire time. Not many lulls throughout mm-hmm. the story. Yeah, I have not seen this. It's on HBO Max, so I could watch it tonight if I really wanted to. So I have definitely have a few movies on my list to watch, but... Yeah, Brad Pitt, Morgan Freeman, you know, two great actors right there, you know, and it's I, I've heard it's a great movie. It's in the mystery genre, so I assume it's like a mystery thriller type of situation. I know yeah. there's the description mentions two homicide detectives, so police yeah. and are involved. So, yeah, I mean, you, you know, you have some high praise for it. I trust your opinion and definitely will watch it. And yeah, very excited to, to, to maybe 
catch a glimpse of that. Okay, so my number three is one that Dom previously mentioned, Nightcrawler uh, from 2014. That was nominated for an Academy Award for Best Original Screenplay, which was very surprising. The King of Thrillers, Jake Gyllenhaal, he won Best Actor at the Austin Film Critics Association, Houston Film Critics Association, San Diego Film Critics Society, St. Louis Film Critics Association, and the Vancouver Film Critics Circle. So pretty high uh, critical acclaims right there for, for Jake Gyllenhaal, but... Yeah, you know, I, I don't want to say any more than Dom has already on it, but amazing movie. Watched it recently a little bit, and I had it on. Literally, just I put it on to sleep because I, I've seen the movie before, and a great movie, very thrilling, very action packed. It's just kind of fucks with your mind a little bit, and a little fucked up at times, and just the whole the whole concept of it is is great. And Jake Gyllenhaal plays an insane role in this, in, you know, who he plays. Yeah, just watching his decision-making throughout yeah. the story is mm-hmm. it's crazy. Yeah, but, but yeah, definitely watch that if, if you if you have not. My number two is another movie including Jake Gyllenhaal. He's going to dominate the end here. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say that right now. Yep. It's him and Hugh Jackman. They're the two main characters in this story looking for these missing children. I don't want to say any more than that, but... The story and the lengths that they go to find these children and the people they talk to and how it all ends and mm-hmm. everything connects. That is another movie like Seven that keeps you on the edge of your seat and you don't know where it's going to go. Mm-hmm. You, your mind goes in so many different directions throughout the whole story. You don't know who was responsible for these kids going missing. You blame it on so many people throughout the story. And in the end, you're like, wow, it was you know that's crazy. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to. I can't give away too much. Yeah, but no. It's a really good story. Another great acting job by both Hugh Jackman and Jake Gyllenhaal. I still think Jake Gyllenhaal's best is Nightcrawler, but he doesn't. He's no slouch in this movie oh, whatsoever. No. no, no, no. This is just probably a better story than Nightcrawler. I think that's why I have it higher. Yeah, this is Prisoners is also my number two. I think um, we have the same top two. I'm just yeah, yeah, right we now. yeah we could we could probably assume that, but yeah, uh, came out in 2013. I remember when I first I first watched this and I was like. This was the movie that got me into thrillers, I think. Yeah, I'd I fir- say so. I first watched this and I was like, I love this. I love what's going on here. I, I love everything about this. Give me more, please. And Jake Gyllenhaal, he literally, the king himself, he delivered this on a silver platter for me. And I, I fucking ate this shit up. Yeah, it's available on Hulu, Prisoners, so you could watch that. Amazing movie. Uh, you know, Like I said, it, it's the one that got me in. An amazing story overall. The whole plot is great, and definitely some twists and turns, and some some action, and just I, I don't even know. It's it's one of it's one of my favorite movies. Like you know, it's it's just overall it's an amazing movie. Great performances by Wolverine, Hugh Jackman, and and the king of, of thrillers himself, Jake Gyllenhaal. Did we see this movie for the first time together? We might have. We might have seen it in my basement. No, I saw it in Christian's basement. Oh, then this time. is separate. I, don't know. I saw I saw my my number one. Which oh, 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 that's I remember. I saw it in my basement. I think I turned it on at Christian's yeah, so we maybe. could watch it. Yeah, you might have because that's how that's how much I yeah. love the movie. I think that's what it was. We had the I'm lights like, off because that was middle school at that point. Yeah, I was yeah, freaked yeah. out throughout that movie. I didn't yeah. know what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. I was scared. I was scared that whole time. 
thinking I was gonna get somehow get kidnapped. <laughs> anyway, my number one is another movie that has the king Jake Gyllenhaal, but two other huge actors as well, Robert Downey Jr. and Mark Ruffalo. These three actors come together to make my number one Zodiac, about the Zodiac killer, the serial killer that ripped through San Francisco in the late 60s and 70s. And it's the story of them trying to figure out who this killer is and him messing with their minds throughout the whole story. They show some of the killings or reenactments of the Mm -hmm. killings throughout the movie. And they show it from his perspective a little bit with that. The movie is very thrilling, which is fitting for the title of this list. Mm -hmm. Jake Gyllenhaal, again, great acting. Robert Downey Jr. and Mark Ruffalo also do great jobs throughout the story. They're all... Well, no, Mark Ruffalo is a police officer, and mm-hmm. then Robert Downey Jr. and Jake Gyllenhaal work for a newspaper mm-hmm. in San Francisco who always gets these letters from the Zodiac Killer. Yeah, they're the first one to get it, the first letter. Yeah, and the, it shows them trying to put together the pieces of this puzzle to see who this killer is. Spoiler alert, no one knows who the Zodiac yeah, Killer like, is. Yeah, this so is like a true just, story. Yeah, it's just so. general knowledge, so I, there's nothing I could really spoil there, I guess, but... It's still a really good story, and the ending is a little telling of who they think yeah. the killer is. I don't want to say who, mm-hmm. but it makes sense throughout the story. And I think at the end of the story, I had I had the same opinion that the I guess the directors had mm-hmm. at the end with the director. But I love this movie so much. It's definitely in my top three of movies all time. Mm-hmm. It might be my number one maybe favorite movie of all time. It's really close between mm-hmm. that and, and another movie that's not relevant to right now. But re- just or I don't know. I don't. It's, I love this movie so much. I you, you you said it all, Dom. This is also my number one Zodiac, the King of Thrillers himself. Again, just uh Jake Gyllenhaal, yeah. buddy. Thank you for Zodiac and and Prisoners and Nightcrawler and and other movies too. But again, Zodiac, an incredible movie. Like you said, it's probably your your top one of your top movies. It's definitely in my top 10 of all time maybe top five it's the movie the movie itself obviously it's a real story it's a true story about the zodiac killer and and his killings in, in the late 60s and early 70s but obviously it's they didn't make up the story but it's a true story and that's how good the story is and they just add certain elements to it and they make it so thrilling and certain scenes are just like they have you on the edge of your seat and it's just a great movie overall, and like they're, it's it's all about the chase of them trying to find it, and it, it literally just takes over this guy's life. I, I forget the guy who Jake Gyllenhaal plays, but he's he's the guy who actually wrote the book, and I have the book. I'm still working on it for I think maybe four years now. I just haven't, maybe even more. Oh my god, I just haven't been able to finish that just because I hate reading. But is, I'm, the, is the most dangerous game? Is that the name of the book? No, uh, or is that the book? That the Zodiac Killer quotes in one of his no he quotes it stories. he quotes it. Jake Gyllenhaal plays the character Robert, Robert Grace Smith. Smith. Yeah, yes. Um, uh, it's what's it called? I think it's just called the book is literally just called Zodiac. Yeah, it's literally just called Zodiac. Oh, okay. Um, the most dangerous game is another book that has a connection to the movie. Yes. I don't want to give away too much. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Jake Gyllenhaal plays Robert Graysmith, who was like a cartoonist at the. The newspaper that the the letter was sent to and he was just so enticed by this whole story and was just a person who wanted to find out the truth and you know he what he thinks what he has in his book if you want to watch the movie and the book or whatever he, what he he gives you what he thinks 
is the 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 true zodiac killer whether that person is alive you know today or not we don't know because we, we don't know we don't know it's still an open case like the zodiac killer is you know was never caught and i think that's what another aspect of the movie that makes it so great is that it's unsolved and it's it's still like ongoing and it's still a mystery and it's just a, an amazing movie overall you could watch it on netflix right now it's available uh, also on prime video and cbs all access if you want to watch that i don't even know but yeah this was a no-brainer for me my my top two were no-brainers for the king i had to respect the king in some way but yeah zodiac came out in 2007 so a bit old um, like, you know older movie for us but i can't say more about this Don. like it's just i love this movie I really have no desire to go to the Bay Area too much. Yeah, it kind of not about it that there's not, not much about it that intrigues me. <laughs> but I kind of want to go and see these locations Vallejo. where they filmed, Vallejo, <laughs> like Berryessa. I yeah. want to see these places where they filmed for the movie, just because I love this movie so much, mm-hmm. and I want to see these locations. Yeah, what, in what, San Francisco and the areas around it. Yeah, if I'm ever out there, I would yeah. definitely want to go just to visit the like just the whole story, but also just like. Just because the movie, like, not only because of what the Zodiac did and the history behind that, but the movie makes it so much more enticing just to go out there and visit the the, the locations and everything. This, if there's one movie I would say to go and watch right now, mm-hmm. it's it's this one. Yeah. I believe it's on Netflix. It was. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's yeah. on Netflix. Yeah, so this one's very accessible currently. Go and watch it if you have nothing else to do and if you haven't seen it. It's so good. Mm-hmm. There's maybe some slower parts, but they're still important. It's maybe not as fast-paced as some of the other movies. Yeah, definitely not. List. But I'm telling you, it's worth it. You've got to stick with it and make sure to pay attention when you do watch it because every part of this movie matters, mm-hmm. which is why I love it so much. 100%. If you if you have the opportunity to watch any of the movies on this list, obviously we, we would want you to watch all of these and, and kind of get a taste of the movies that we like. And this is on the top of our list for for both you know for both of us and i highly recommend watching this as soon as possible as soon as you can it's on netflix please watch it please so, just, so you can understand and we can rel- and you can relate to us and our love for this movie okay so that was the list for this week we hope you guys enjoyed the top 10 thriller movies of all time that we that we laid out for you guys any closing remarks tom yeah, go see any of these movies that mm-hmm. you seemed interested in throughout this list. I, obviously, I recommend Zodiac, which I just said. But yeah, I mean, go go watch all of them. If you haven't seen any of them, you know, take the time out throughout the next few months. It's obviously going to take some time, but mm-hmm. I really recommend all these movies. They're very thrilling yeah. and will keep you interested throughout the entire time. Yeah, we definitely try to keep the spooky season theme going with this one, and hopefully we recommend something and we catch your attention to one of these movies to watch during this time or before Halloween or on Halloween or whatever, but highly recommend watching any of these movies that we listed. They are all great movies, especially Zodiac, especially Jake Gyllenhaal, the King of Thrillers and any movie that we mentioned with him in it. But yeah, we hope you guys enjoyed this list. Please follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok at listen underscore pod 10. Adios.